Giving Good Cards, available on giftcards.com. Make it easy to gift thoughtfully. With Giving Good Cards, treat a lucky loved one to dinner, movies, shopping, and more on one convenient card. Featuring top brands like Lowe's, GameStop, Chili's, Macy's, and Top Golf, there is a fun option for everyone. Best of all, when you buy Giving Good Cards, 3% of your purchase is donated to charitable partners like Wounded Warrior Project, Make-A-Wish Foundation, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, Feeding America, and Habitat for Humanity at no cost to you or the recipient. Just buy your favorite Giving Good card and we'll handle the rest. Giving Good cards contain no fees, never expire, and can be used in-store and online, making it the perfect gift that makes a difference. Support your favorite cause today. Buy a Giving Good card at www.giftcards.com slash givinggood. Welcome, everybody, to episode three of Triple M Podcast. I am uh, Ginger, Metal Ginger, and my sidekick is... 666-Sloth. Devil Sloth. Devil Sloth. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the podcast, uh, everybody. And uh, let's see, what do, we, what do we have on the docket today? I think we well, I got a lot. I'm not sure what you get. <laughs> uh, I think... Yeah, I think some of ours can trailers. Mm-hmm. I think some of our stuff is going to overlap. Tad bit. <laughs> I was um, checking out that new um, Butas Nord. Uh, what is that? The new album that just came out. I guess they from, leaked from early. From and then, oh oh yeah yeah the French uh, black metal band. Yeah, hallucinogen. Yeah, hallucinogen. Yeah. Um, docile. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I've been listening to them for a while. I kind of like the the avant garde, ambient uh, side to them. Yeah, but I different. guess um, what is it? Their album came that leaked a month early, and oh, yeah. um, instead of uh, like trying to fight that or whatever else, the they just came out with it. They're like, all right, cool. We're going to drop it. Bam. There you go. Nice. Which, honestly, that's how it should be, I think. I think that if, you know, it's out there in the ether and on the internet and people have it anyway, why not capitalize on that and go ahead and release it? Especially if it's only like a month early, go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, once it's out, it's out. <laughs> like, there's no... Yeah. Uh... There's no hiding it once the internet has released. <laughs> right. And then, I mean, uh, I think that most people, especially in the metal scene, if they can get to their band camp and kick out five or ten bucks instead of getting a pirate copy so that they're supporting their metal, you know, their favorite metal bands, I think they do that. But if they're not given the option to, um, then... There's a lot of people be like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and get this pirated copy. And they might pick up the Bandcamp version later. Yeah. But they probably will be listening to it and be like, oh, whatever. I don't, I guess I don't need to drop money on it. And then they, or they forget, um, you know, maybe they forgot that they got the uh, pirated copy. And then, you know, shit happens, life comes up, and then they press on and they don't end up giving out money to the band. Yeah, I usually try to buy it like uh, when t- 
Deadpool Fear Inoculum was coming out. I knew the thing got leaked out right about a week early. So people, yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure a load of people still bought the actual album because it did pretty well on the charts. But I'm sure there's a contingent of people who would just rather get it for free anyway. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, but I think I don't know what Tool. Uh, tool compared to a band like Blue Dots Nord, you'd have um, such a, I don't know, probably a bigger and wider audience. Oh, yeah. So even with a percentage not kicking out money and just going with a pirated edition, um, you know, they're still probably going to make gangbusters. It's, that's what Tool does. Yeah, and the little bands, they kind of need it, like they need to support to keep going. Mm-hmm. So it's always better to give them a few bucks. Right. Definitely. And then uh, what else you got on your radar? Um, well, just for G Wiz info, I am presently sewing my patches on during pod. So it's kind of a live stream, but on audio. <laughs> so you, you can't enjoy watching me stab myself, but just know I'm stabbing myself. <laughs> you could do um, the ASMR video of you <laughs> poking the the material and then the thread going through it, you know, that give them the play by play and it's going, Uh, yeah. And it's being pushed back. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. And then, um, of course you are updating on the Instagram about your vest. Yep. Uh, ad nauseum actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, when we, uh, haven't released podcasts yet, gives people something to follow i guess yeah i mean they've got a few hits so i mean people know we're out there right right then once they Mm. hear us they can decide like oh my god what did i like (laughs) (laughs) exactly because you're nerds Uh, man posers what what else you've been listening to um a lot of electric wizard this week it's not new but you know good (laughs) right right Get that kind of are they what do you classify them? Are they funeral? They're not funeral doom, they're what? No. Just kind of stoner. Uh, they're kind of stoner, more uh Black Sabbath y doom, I'd say. Right, kind of that throwback yeah, retro. I mean, definitely hear the Black Sabbath, but that's kind of cool for me. I like Sabbath. Yeah. But I actually found a couple LPs at my record store of choice. Right, right. Shout out to what? Which one is that one? High Voltage and to go yeah, High Voltage Sixth Ave. Yeah, cool guys. They know what they're talking about. Right, and then uh, you you found what else did you find over there recently? Oh, uh, I got a new uh, uh, Witch Vomit's new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which what is it? Um, Bell Ringer or something? Um, where's that one at? A scream from the tomb below. I got on. That's right. Uh, that one's the one I downloaded because I thought I was getting a uh, the new one, which is buried deep in a bottomless grave. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought that, that one off Bandcamp, and I was like, "Oh, this kicks ass!" And I was like, "Wait a minute, that's not even the new one." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had to go to the record store because I'm a vinyl addict, and I found yeah. that one in the new bin. So I was like, "Well, might as well." Right. Yeah, I was uh, checking that out again. Um, Banger TV was talking about that. I think last month. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. 
that was on the the release radar basically. It's good stuff. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um and right. then you found a death album, right? Um yeah. That was actually pretty cool. I was I didn't expect to find them. So I'm not sure how rare it is to find death, but this one was like a three LP special edition. Oof. So it had like the double LP regular album, but it had like an extra album full of uh, studio tracks from when they were recording. It. Nice. That was the Sound of Perseverance Deluxe. Oh, right on. So it's like 30 freaking tracks. It's massive. Yeah, that's a good, that's a pretty good find. That's a good find, especially nowadays. Yeah, seems like you don't run into it very often, especially a really cool version like that. Yeah. So I took it and I ran. Definitely. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's a that's a solid find. Yeah, same trip as when I got Sun O's Life Metal. Is it, is- are they Sun O? I, I'm always confused on how to pronounce the O part. I think <laughs> I'm going to call it O until someone tells me I'm an idiot. Right, <laughs> right. Viewers right in, or listeners right in. Um, let us know. What's wrong I'm with you? Pronouncing it wrong. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure we've butchered a few names at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what happens. I'm just terrible anyway. I probably pronounce just regular names wrong. <laughs> yeah. I do like how that album starts with the horse. Have you listened to it before? Mm-hmm. I have. It's been a minute, though. Yeah. I like how it starts out with those horse noises, kind of like the four horsemen of doom or something. It's pretty right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what else? What else? Um, I've been listening to uh, that Blue Doss Nord, I think, in Morning has a new album coming out or is out and then uh Omnium Gatherum. Mm. Uh I know neither of them. Yeah. Um both both solid bands in uh their own regards. Is that like your tech death? Um In Morning is more of a melodic, I would say a melodic death metal. There's some progressive elements in uh some other songs. Um and then Omnium Gatherum is just pretty mellow death. Yeah. I know you like your, your tech death. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do like, I like, man, I don't know. Um, when I get into my, like, mellow death, I think just death metal in general. But, of course, everybody wants to, uh, you know, label everything and, you know, narrow mm-hmm. everything down. But I'll listen to some good, uh, like, mellow death with Omnium Gatherum or... People who classify Amana Marth as uh, melodic death metal. So I'll listen to a lot of that. That's yeah. probably my favorite genre. That's pretty rad. I mean, it's Man. news to me. Like I like I've, we've said before, I'm still digging into metal genres, but like you keep telling me all these crazy. Like I, I thought you were joking when I was like, "Well, where's the folk metal?" Like here, yeah. it's like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, there's uh there's actually <laughs> folk metal. Um, I, that's one of the things I tell about people or tell to people about metal is if if you like any type of music, you could find a metal version, and it that's like the subgenre. Yeah, and by the way, folk metal wise, I fucking love Tear. Oh yeah, Tear's like a solid 
just a solid folk metal band. That's great. Yeah. It's kind of a mon a Marthy, but like more melodic, I guess. Right. And they still kind of got that, I don't know, earthy, like an, you know, kind of that, that pagan, probably a little more pagan. Yeah. Whereas uh, a modern Marth is more Viking, yeah. I guess. If you want to fucking put labels on everything. But yeah, that's what I just did. I did it. Yeah. That's what in the uh, comments. James Hetfield singing about. Yeah. <laughs> you label me, I label you. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, that's a that's about what I've been listening to, and then I've been listening to um Man, what have I been listening to? <laughs> I did say that. I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been listening uh, to that Ethan still. Um Witch Vomit has come up. Yeah. Witch Vomit's like that album was actually pretty good. Made me dig in more on their uh, back catalog is pretty worth going into i'd say yeah um and they're local portland oh right because they're from portland yeah yeah and them hipster <laughs> right right um and then oh speaking of digging into the back catalog i've been listening to white ward oh yeah and uh digging into their previous release uh and was is that Futility report, man. Yeah, they're just. I don't know how I haven't listened to them, um, but that kind of black metal noir. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, it is. I bought the first couple albums off their Bandcamp when uh, you told me about them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Oh, super good. Like they're real experimental and they like do interesting stuff, but they do it well. Like you can be experimental and just like you're left wondering like what the hell was that, right? But, or like yeah. why? Yeah. On one hand, it's like what the fuck, and then on the other hand, it'll be like why hasn't anybody else done this? Yeah. Like how have these guys just thought of this now? Yeah. Um. Man. Uh. Saxophone and metal is just so nice. Uh. Like. There's a few examples that I can think of. There's Eson, who had it in, I think it was one of his solo albums. And then there was Rivers of Nile. Mm-hmm. Um, they just come out swinging with jazz. Like, it's, ah, Rivers of Nile, like in 2018, uh, where Alice Know My Name, I think that was one of my favorite albums. Uh, of the year that the album was such a fucking amazing album yeah i like that one then um trying to think of the last one other song it's is it seasickness ocean sickness Hmm. uh seasick part two yeah yeah from um knock mystium oh yeah yeah that it's like a minute of, or a minute and a half of sax, and then it kind of <laughs> just goes into more black metal. And you're like, okay, cool, you got that little taste, just that little tidy taste, and that was it. <laughs> Leads uh, you want more? Yeah. Yeah, uh, 
was it that Knock Bistium album was really good, but that Seasick Part Two, I've listened to that so many times. <laughs> outside of the rest of the album. Man, I love saxophone, but it always makes me a little sad. Yeah. Because uh, when I was in high school, I went to rich kid middle school for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I was not a rich kid. So I was way out of my element, but I wanted to play saxophone in the band. But you had to pay for the freaking rental or buy your own sax, and there was no way I could get either of them out of my parents. So I ended up right. stuck. They stuck me in choir. Ugh. So uh, that was also the year Titanic came out, so you can imagine. I <laughs> <laughs> stand in front of my parents and sing My Heart Will Go On. I was like, you could have avoided this. Just <laughs> You were one saxophone rental from not listening to me do this. <laughs> Good. That's yeah. That's sad. I would be sad too. Yeah, I got in a lot of trouble that month learning that song. I'm like this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mouthed it the whole time, just as a silent protest. That's yeah. That's probably the best course of action. Uh, man, not good. <laughs> uh, and uh, then side note: Are you drinking anything? night i am and it's exceptionally metal because uh i don't even know what brand this is it just says german beer but it's a uh, unfiltered <laughs> ma- mastodon <laughs> perfect that's wonderful yeah, yeah all right germany mars but yeah it has the uh, the mastodon horse deer logo from uh the hunter oh okay i guess it's a deer not a horse <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I had, where'd you get that? Was that just, uh, at BevMo or? No, there's a, I'd have to post the name of the store. I forgot it, but there's a beer. Oh, it's a beer junction up in Seattle. Oh, okay. I was going there to pick out a beer after I went to easy street where I found that death record. Uh Uh-huh. So I usually try to find something that's kind of metal related or. At least badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think that there, uh, with the advent of so many microbrews, uh, I think that some of the names are just so great. Yeah. You find so many, like, cool, like, small outfits that have just fucking hilarious or, like, even, like, super metal name. It's great. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, we st- I still have to go to that meadery in Tacoma. Oh yeah, the Kvilt. Yeah, say it. I think it's just called Kvilt. <laughs> I've yeah. asked that that'll be like the first time I had mead, and the first time I go to a metal bar. So, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I've ever been to a metal bar, but I have had many, many drinks of mead before, and it's delicious. Yeah, Dangerous, it's like... actually. <laughs> it's fermented with honey, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For the most part, I think that there's other types. I oh, could yeah. be wrong. Um, I'm sure, but yeah. sure there. People um, go, but yeah, the, just talking about uh, metal music and how many genres there are. People go fucking ape shit with beers too. So. Oh yeah. Ugh. I just drink whatever. Uh, I had the New Belgium uh, pumpkin uh, spice, whatever the fuck, uh, <laughs> one earlier. White girl. Because I had to try it. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I like 
fall time because it yeah i i like the pumpkin pumpkin pie i like pumpkin spice uh i'll get that death wish coffee with a pumpkin spice mm. fuck that shit is delicious hell yeah so i got that and then uh just finished um, my voodoo ranger juicy haze ipa uh mm. not bad for an ipa you know me i'm not a huge ipa fan although you wouldn't know it because i drink a lot of fucking ipas like <laughs> it's just a product of what you have available to you, I guess. That's true. There, I was uh, taking stock of what um, my local uh, tap house has on tap, and they usually do about 19 beers on tap. And mm-hmm. I think 12 or 13 were IPAs at one point in time. Damn. I was like, no fucking wonder I'm drinking all these IPAs. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> Got no uh, place then, else to go. Oh no, I had a panty pee. It's um an Anchorage brew hmm. from Anchorage, Alaska. Of course, you know there's I don't know if there's another Anchorage Anchorage, Alaska, uh panty peeler. It's actually pretty good. Um <laughs> it's got like orange peel and <laughs> coriander in it. So it wasn't bad. I mean yeah. They like they peel in many panties up in Anchorage. <laughs> I I think uh it's so cold in Anchorage that People wear many pairs of panties. <laughs> These ain't coming <laughs> off. It's cold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you want to so. take panties off, you put them on. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Juicy Haze IPA uh, is pretty good. And then uh, later, I have the the Oktoberfest uh, pumpkin food range. Nice. I've actually had the yeah. uh, Juicy Haze one. That's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that. Um, like New Belgium, they do pretty good. Yeah. I'm usually a fan of what they put out. It's at least tasty. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been gravitating more towards the stouts and the thicker beers because of the fall weather and everything. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll drink those too. I it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I, like I was out walking around today. It's hot out, so I wanted something kind of lighter and tastier. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a fruit tinge. But yeah, there's definitely some days where I'm like, oh, I just want a fucking like thick ass, get me drunk in a one pint type beer. Oh yeah. yeah. Those are always good. But um all right, back to the musics. Let's see here. Uh so we covered what? Talked about uh Electric Wizard. Uh Electric Wizard, yep, I had two of those actually. It was a Wizard Bloody Wizard I got. And I've been listening a lot to Become my fanatic, such as like a classic Doom staple, I think. Okay. All right. So if you want to get into Electric Wizard, that's probably a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And then we got Witch Vomit. Uh, and you were talking about their vocals, I think, for when we were talking. Yeah, we were chatting earlier. But uh, yeah. It's a lot more guttural sounding than I've branched out for, before, like as of now but it was actually pretty interesting right yeah because you are more like you've been delving into the the black metal side of things or the kind of shrinky type vocals like yeah the gutturals is still kind of foreign territory i mean it Mm -hmm. sounded good like he got across the emotion (laughs) and uh you found those on metal memes is that where you found that yeah (laughs) 
Reddit find on the r slash metal memes. <laughs> was it was it an actual meme or was just somebody talking about it? No, it wasn't a meme. Like somebody was like, kind of poking fun at Fear Inoculum. Like you're all excited for this one, but I'm waiting for Witch Vomit. Gotcha. It's like, well, who the hell? Who the hell is Witch Vomit? Right, right. <laughs> uh, we should probably let's, you should probably uh, share that to the IG. Again, yeah. our IG Triple M Podcast. Check us out. Um, post memes and random other shit. Updates on uh, vest work. Yeah. <laughs> Mini finger scars. Yeah. You should just post like blood coming out of your fingers and cool like that. <laughs> yeah. We could do that as our thumbnail for uh, <laughs> the podcast. That'd be hilarious. Just bloody stumps. <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh, Sunno. Life uh, metal. Yeah. Yeah. Solid and, album. Yeah. And you guys like that, right? Like, uh, God, how long is a Sun O album? Like three days? Fuck. <laughs> it's pretty long, dude. It's like a, that one's two LPs and it's like four tracks. But that is nothing compared to my copy of Sleep's Dope Smoker and my copy of Bell Witch Mirror <laughs> Reaper. <laughs> Jesus. I think Mirror Reaper is actually longer than Dope Smoker. Yeah, I think um, I uh, one of the guys on on Banger TV was talking about. He's like, yeah, you know, fucking uh, Bell Witch and their album, and he was talking about how album links were. He's basically saying it was such a fucking long ass album. Yeah, they that thing's long. It's good though. Yeah, and the album art is freaking ridiculous. Like I love it. Yeah, and then uh, Sano, they're from Seattle, right? Yeah. I mean, so okay. is Bellwitch. Bellwitch and Sano are both from here. It's just kind of weird. Like, you got these two real long, drawn-out metal bands. Right, there. right. So. Um, and then, you know, uh, one of the talk about local bands from over there, like, you're the Cobra, man. You're the Cobra, that two, uh, well, two-person band. It's a husband and wife band. They're oh, fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, if if people kind of like that, they're kind of. I don't know. I don't uh, think I. I know you've told me about it. And I think I listened to like one song, but I got to get into it more. Right, right. Um, I mean, I think that they would be more of, uh, kind of stoner rock. I think oh, yeah. maybe kind of doomy. Got kind of stoner sludge doom somewhere in there. Like they could fit pretty well, I think, with like um, probably like a, a fucking uh, what were t- electric wizard. Like I think they could fit in pretty decent with an electric wizard or uh, like Baroness. Like right around that. That sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. I like Baroness. Yeah, and then they're they're always out touring. Um, I think I've got two albums from Year of the Cobra. Just a solid fucking band. Nice. You got any of the like LP albums or just download them? No, I, I've got I think I have two actual albums. One oh. I they had like a few left over from one of their tours or something. Mm-hmm. Um and they only released like twenty five. I think I got one of those. It's it was mm-hmm. signed and it's got the pin and everything. Shit. Then um one of their other albums too. I actually think I got that one signed as well. Um, <laughs> well, look at you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's how I roll. If I can get an album signed, then I'm gonna do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. In the shadows below. I think I got that one signed. And then something else. I can't remember. Um, but man, solid, solid. Kind of that, yeah, again, that stoner, kind of sludge doom. <laughs> you know. I feel bad for not uh, digging in sooner. <laughs> yeah, you should feel bad. Oh, man. Jerk. I'm an asshole. And she plays a Rickenbacker. How can you not fucking like that? It's a fucking Rickenbacker. <laughs> Watch this, Paul McCartney. Yeah. So good. But, uh, all right. Uh, what else we got? Who was that? Girls playing bass. That's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a bass. I'm not a small guy. That fucker gets heavy after a while. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just any of those basses. I mean, that's what they do. Like, got that big thickness to them to get that kind of bottom end sound. Yeah. I got the, I got respect. Definitely. Uh, let me go grab another beer, and then let's talk about movies. Okay. All right, let me grab a beer. I'll be right back. Break time. Unless you want to hear me speak, then uh, you can edit this out. But I am now on a skull patch. has a long Gene Simmons-like tongue with a little word bubble that says doom on it. And it is kicking my ass fucking thing i stabbed myself like five times already <laughs> but it's one it's almost done and i think on the other pocket because that's what's doing this to me i'm doing the uh pockets and i kind of wanted to use the pockets like a dumbass and i'm all the way deep into it i can't stop now but they're small pockets and i got big hands <laughs> the biggest huge but so far it has like a bunch of corners and it's just a nightmare. And now I kind of wish I paid attention in home economics in middle school because God damn. Hey, whoa, hey. And we're back. Ah, I was just telling them how uh, fucking shitty this goddamn patch is. (laughs) Goddamn shitty, and your internet. Your internet is also shitty. I know. I gotta call my internet provider. But to go Transformers like every 15 minutes. I wonder if we can get money from a Paramount for that, you know? <laughs> go see Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. We are promoting uh, Transformers right now with <laughs> your shit internet. <laughs> okay. So I, now, now I, I am drinking Atomic Pumpkin. What are you drinking? The Atomic Pumpkin from uh, New Belgium. Ooh. Pretty, pretty pumpkin-y. It's like they just shoved the whole pumpkin in a bottle and call it good. Mm-hmm. Nice. And like, more like a pumpkin pie, not just a pumpkin, which I appreciate. <laughs> if I could choose a pumpkin pie over a pumpkin, I'm going to yeah. go with a pumpkin yeah. pie. Did you spray some whipped cream down there? Mm. Okay, good. So actually, I'm reading about it, and it's a pumpkin ale featuring cinnamon and habanero chili peppers. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got a little kick to it, which is (laughs) unexpected. Yeah, you should have read the fucking label first. (laughs) I should have read the label first. Uh, 
But also, Ooh. it's delicious. Well, then, it's not all bad if it's delicious. Exactly. <clears throat> all right, movies. Oh, this is uh, this is more your area than mine, uh, uh, and you wanted to talk about oh. a few. <laughs> yeah, I uh, watched a few trailers. Other than that, I watched a lot of a uh, Joe Bob Briggs's last drive-in kind right, of movies. Right, right. So that really crappy B movie horror flicks. They're a lot of fun. Well, um, what was the one that you were just watching? Uh, Deathgasm. Yeah, I'm a half- halfway through Deathgasm. <laughs> <laughs> That That's such a crazy movie. So yeah, I mean, I haven't finished it. Granted, he's just talking to the blonde girl now, but yeah, um, yeah, I like, I like it so far. Small town, metalhead kid getting screwed over by his Bible thumper uncle. But yeah, I think they just got a hold of some sheet music from a has been metal guy that was living in an abandoned house. Right. Yeah. Uh, making black metal. Music videos that, out in the forest that, of New Zealand. That movie, like, it goes, it starts out one area, like one place, and it's going along, and then BAM! It goes totally fucking different, and you're like, wait, what? It just fucking happened. You'll see. <laughs> right on. But, uh, yeah, and that one is the one that provided the meme of, um, there's like the dude sitting in corpse paint on a park bench. Oh, he's yeah. all fucking like uh he's got an ammo belt and spikes and shit. <laughs> and then there's that super hot blonde girl sitting next to him. He's like, oh. There's always those memes, it's like, oh my two personalities coexisting or some shit. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. But that's from that that movie, Deathgasm. Oh, got a little meme history. Yep. There you go. That's what I provide. That's why I'm on this podcast. Edu- educating. <laughs> Fucking needle. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. You, if you stop sewing, uh, maybe you won't go tra- <laughs> It's It's the thread making this. Yeah. <laughs> it's the mic trying to process it. Like, what is this? Um, and then on a different, totally different note, uh, you wanted to talk about what? Oh, it's the one, uh, it's Ford versus Ferrari or Ford v Ferrari. Yeah, that one, I watched the trailer for that. It looks pretty good if you're a car guy, or if you're not. I mean, it's got Christian Bale. I'm sure he like went through some massive physical change, like he turned himself into a fucking car or something. <laughs> <laughs> like Probably. About Transformers. <laughs> uh, so that's prime. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Ford v Ferrari, right? Um, yeah, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, and Matt Christian Bale, Damon. who becomes a car. Um, <laughs> but also, that's like, uh, there's a few other movies that have highlighted uh, that rivalry at that time. Oh, yeah. Um, like, like Days of Thunder? I, <laughs> uh, I think it's, well, there's um, Le Mans. I think it's one of them. Or twenty four hours of Le Mans. Yeah, um, yeah there, there's a few out there. Of course, like car people will probably be like, "Oh, it's this movie and this movie." I sorry, I remember right now. Um, <laughs> but there's also that, just a few like really solid documentaries on that too, and <laughs> you can watch like up to speed on the GT40 or the Ford GT or Ferrari or whatever. But man. 
there's like that is a fucking heated like competition. Um I'm pretty excited yeah, for the, this. You know what the trailer implied was like Ferrari talked a load of shit about Ford called the GM fat and stuff like it went all out. So they were like, well fuck it, we're gonna build something better than you. And like up till then Ford was only known for their factory model, you know, cars made for the everyday Joe. Yeah. So they had like ninety days to come up with a GT. <laughs> yeah. Like Carol. and they were just Carol Shelby was just going like madhouse. Like, oh we're doing this and doing this and man. <laughs> it's like the history behind it. And I like I like uh like GT racing period, but man, Le Mans is absolutely it's mind bending. Uh that that competition. Yeah. Because you're in the what you like one, there's what three drivers and one car sometimes, and you're fucking like all you're doing is like hot benching or hot that car. Yeah. You get in, you pull in, and somebody you hop out, somebody else hops in, they take off, and you get like four hours of sleep, <laughs> and then you might be able to piss, and then you get back in the car and drive it some more. Jesus. It's I mean, that's crazy. just like in general, you need a lot of stamina to keep that up. Right. And then the car too, like it has to be so much more mechanically sound than any other car. Yeah. Cause you know, a five hour road trip. Oh, all right, cool. You know, you're born in whatever, but you're pushing the car to its limit for 24 hours straight. Like it's redlining your balls to the wall that entire time. Jeez. That's in. So there's so many. That's one of the things that happens in those Le Mans races is a car mechanically fails. It, it just yeah. can't handle the stress of that race. It's insane. I mean, they're basically just rockets with four wheels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially back in the day. They've, uh, since then, they, you know, they've implemented like so many different regulations and limiting and all that other stuff. But yeah, back in the day, man, F, F, F1 racing and everything. This shit is crazy. People fucking dying. Racing. Oh, man. Yeah, but I'm excited. It, it actually looked really, really good. And there was the other one with um, uh, Hemsworth. I think he was in a movie about it as well. Oh, yeah. I forget the name of it. But, yeah, I remember seeing him in some car movie. Was it... um? Rush? Yeah, I think that was it. I didn't see yeah. it. But Hemsworth is a good actor though. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm looking it up, so no. So that wasn't about uh that that race. That wasn't about yeah. the Le Mans. That was about the uh Hunt and Lauda rivalry, which came later, it was uh in the seventies, whereas <laughs> uh Ford V Ferrari is in the sixties. Oh, okay. But that was I think one of like the last like great rivalries of uh like F1. Uh, but that was actually a really fucking good movie. Um yeah, you know, you have Hemsworth being like Thor and shouldn't be like an actual actor or whatever, but he's a really fucking good actor. Yeah. I mean he does a lot of funnier shit lately, I feel like, but I'm sure you could pull off a good dramatic role. Yeah, it was really good. And then um, Daniel Brühl, 
Brule? 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 I'm not sure. Who knows? I'll go with you. (laughs) Yeah, he was also in uh, an Avengers movie, um, but uh, he was in it, and man, that guy is wow. Like, I, you know, you watch um, Civil War, because he's in Captain America Civil War as Helmet Zero. Oh, okay. Um, like so, he's a bad guy, and and he was really good there. Like he almost, with all the other shit happening in Civil War, kind of stole the movie. <laughs> he did a really solid job in that. But man, and and that movie, fuck, like just a amazing job. Yeah, I like that one. Like I'm not as big into the Marvel flicks as you, but that was pretty fun. Yeah. They got a yeah. spy movie wrapped in a superhero movie. Like they, oh man, really I could go out. on and on about Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, okay, no, Civil War was. Okay. Yeah, Civil War was super solid. Um, but yeah, Rush. Uh, if you haven't seen that yet, you definitely. Oh, uh, I don't think they're in any movies together, and I know Brad Pitt's not exactly young, but dude, I think there should be some kind of movie where they played like him and Robert Redford play together. It's like the older Pitt gets the more he looks like Robert Redford to me. Bro, they were they were in a movie together, uh Spy oh, Game. Ah. Well, which is an amazing fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, yeah, so like um <laughs> movies is my wheelhouse. I haven't seen this shit. Right? Yeah. Oh, I wish they were in a movie together. Bro, they were in a movie together. What? <laughs> <laughs> You got that fucking like <laughs> that Mr. Krabs what meme like everything going around in the background like oh <laughs> keep blowing my mind. Uh, but yeah, no spy game. Um, Robert Redford is basically like a mentor in the spy game. Uh, um, to Brad Pitt. It all wraps up together. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good movie. I don't know if they're in any other movie together, but they're like in that they movie. They should be together. in one I thought where like they played the same person just like in different points in their life. I could see that. Who else? Like that kid in um, American Horror Story. I thought he looks kind of like a young Johnny Depp. If you've the, watched American Horror Story. I, which yeah. season? <laughs> yeah. Fucking any of them. He's one of those that's in all of them. Uh, oh, okay, it. okay. Fucking Craig, look at it. Yeah, no, it's been a minute since. Um, yeah, Craig, pull that up. <laughs> work over here. Um, I think I watched the first season, and then that was about it. I've no, watched them um, up until I'm like halfway through the freaking carnival one. Uh, we watched the one, um, the reality TV one, which <laughs> more hilarious and scary. <laughs> Yeah, it's Evan Peters. Okay. He looked to me, and I'm probably wrong, but he looks a little bit like a younger Johnny Depp. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Also in Marvel movie. Everyone. <laughs> Who the hell isn't in a Marvel movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess he was in the X-Men. Wow. Ben Affleck, okay. that's who. Yeah. Ben Affleck. But, you know, but Matt Damon was, so by correlation, <laughs> he was. Ben Affleck was. There. Might as well. <laughs> How has yeah. a 
fucking Kevin Smith not directed one yet? <laughs> right? I think he's just just waiting. Get he's supposed there, to be um, pretty close to the Batman movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, he was. I, I was reading something about how he was in an interview talking about um, what the Batman was going to be based on. Mm. And um, it's supposed to be uh, The Long Halloween. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. So I think he's he's not directing it, but I guess he's like really been in close like talks and helping kind of steer the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think it's supposed to be along the lines of the Long Halloween, mm-hmm. but um, they're gonna pull different villains, or they might use a different set of villains um, than the comics. Uh, okay, they're gonna do Joker again. <laughs> <laughs> course that's the only batman villain that exists you know who would be Joker. fucking terrifying in a batman movie is clayface which one clayface clayface yeah he, he went transformer sir he's a the, the one that you know the big blob of clay who used to yeah, be yeah. an actor like that guy <clears throat> in the, the cartoon version when i was a kid he scared the shit out of me right that's i, I think that's how he's most memorable to me is from <laughs> that fucking the animated series which was, of course, amazing. Yeah, it's a great one. But yeah, he scared me. I was like the dangers of makeup. <laughs> that yeah, was the, yeah. the moral teaching there. <laughs> and God, what a great fucking show that was! Okay. Again, man, DC. Although you know, um, there are some, uh, like the Marvel series. Um, it's. Uh, Avengers Assemble or something. I can't remember what it's called. But that Marvel series was good, but then the rest are, you know, not as good. Uh, but man. That's unfortunate. Well, I mean, DC has to have something because they're not really nailing the cinematic version. Right? Yeah. I think we've already mentioned it, but Justice League was terrible. <laughs> oh my god, Justice League was a dumpster fire. And I love reading comments on people like people be like, "Ooh, I really enjoyed it." I'm like, "Cool. I I have no respect for any other of your opinion cuz that movie <laughs> was absolute fucking trash." I think that was what got me on the pod with you. Is I didn't like it cuz if I liked it, you probably would have been like, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh we're done talking. I'm never we're never yeah. talking to you again. Like, yeah. we're, not, we're not friends anymore. I can't, I can't know you. <laughs> mhm. Uh, one of our mutual friends, he was telling me that he's like, man, we should just do a YouTube video of you watching Justice League and then just fucking <laughs> ripping on it the entire time. <laughs> That's like waterboarding someone live. Yeah. <laughs> I just God, hated it, dude. Like there was I, no, there was no like consequences. Like Superman just shows up and. Lays waste to the motherfucker. Right? Like, like oh, that was boring. Like, no threat thing, at all. Yeah, the only thing that anybody else did in that movie was just delay the bad guy, Steppenwolf, until Superman could show up. That's all their purpose was. Yeah. They're, like, going at it hard, and then Superman's like, hey, guys, how's it going? Yeah, he's like, like what? I'm gonna flick you, and you're gonna die. Cool. All right, next. Like, good God, dude. Like, that was the most incon... Like, I wanted that two hours back. Yeah. 
that I mean there were just so many things. Luke, Luke, Martha, why'd you say that name? Or like <laughs> what's her face is like, oh you know what I should do? Go grab that spear from that church way far away that I just ran from. Oh I know, it's in this bottle of like this stairway filled with water. Let me swim down <laughs> there. It all makes perfect fucking sense. It just oh, fits so well. Oh my god. Like right from the get go. Right, because I went and saw it in theaters. I'm like, I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna go see it in theaters. And then I went and saw it, and like, uh, fucking Bruce Wayne is like, oh hey, is that city getting attacked? Let me go there and hop in this jeep that somebody's like, here you go, Mr. Wayne. He hops in a jeep with like first responder lights on it because that's what Bruce Wayne is, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's cruising around, and then oh. Oh, there's a little girl in the middle of all of these fucking adults, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Oh, I have to save you." The fuck <laughs> is she doing there? And why are there no hey, other like? What is going on? She so, got loose from the fucking day- daycare. Is what happened? <laughs> yeah, is it like bring your kid to work day while Superman destroys the city? That's <laughs> unfortunate. But yeah, like that was in the first five minutes, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this movie sucks. <laughs> and the rest of it was just being like going like motherfuck this movie sucks <laughs> just like an onion it's got layers of shit yeah layers of shit <laughs> okay alright you're legit upset now <laughs> I'm so amped up on fucking Justice League right now what a terrible fucking movie god damn it ugh ugh Why'd you say that name? Uh, Martha. <laughs> like, seriously, dude, who wrote that shit? Oh, David Goyer? Uh, David Goyer and fucking Zack Snyder. Snyder. Oh, he needs to go away. <laughs> like, Zack Snyder does well when everything is provided for him and he can just shoot a movie. Like, 300? Cool. Watchmen? Cool. He doesn't have to do anything else. They're like, here, just make this a movie. Cool. Justice League, uh, we need you to come up with ideas. No, that's a bad idea. Don't let Zack do that. That's a <laughs> terrible I fucking idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know. Say Martha, and then holy shit, my mom's name's Martha too, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? And then at the end, when they like pull him down, and like such a jesus-y vibe ugh yeah, yeah. I mean that's all it was it was one big biblical allegory but not executed well Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway uh, moving on moving on next um, one uh, next one I anyway. saw was a trailer for a movie called Dark Waters and it's not a what, what was that cartoon in the 90s Pirates of the Dark Water or something oh yeah uh, yeah, I think like, that's what it was. Pirates of Darkwater. That would have been rad, but that's not what this is. <laughs> Boo. This is a uh, Mark Ruffalo and and uh, Anne Hathaway. Yep, Anne are, Hathaway. He's a he plays a corporate lawyer for Dupont back in the way back, and he find like he does some freelance lawyer work for for like a family friend. And finds out that DuPont's been poisoning the shit out of these people's water. So then he kind of flips and is like, yo, that's fucked up, bro. Does he Hulk Turns out? Turns into a, a good lawyer. 
turned into the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That'd man, be awesome. <laughs> like fucking Hulk just shows up in random other movies that Mark <laughs> Ruffalo is in. You just can't stop him. He's huge. Yeah. Well, he's like, I don't get my own solo movie, so fuck you guys. I'm going to turn into Hulk over here. Smash <laughs> up DuPont. Bunch of bastards. Jesus. Well, they look pretty good. I mean, yeah. Definitely a, a dour adult type flick about the evils of corporate America. Right, right. Which, you know, if you ain't on board with that, then man, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, if you're pro pro corporation, man, <laughs> I got some beach pr- property in Arizona to sell. Yeah, I kind of wonder what you're doing listening to this. <laughs> You're a metalhead that's pro-corporation. Hmm. Yeah, you got some twisted morals, I guess. There's nothing more evil than a big business. <laughs> right? <laughs> We've gone from church burning to, like, putting DuPont stickers on our guitars. Right? <laughs> Shit. My God. Uh, and then you got one more? Did you have one more movie? Yeah, this one I have no idea what the plot is because it, like, it was one of those trailers that didn't divulge that, and it was in fucking Chinese. But okay, this one was called, called Midnight Diner, directed by Tony Ka Fei Luing. Luing, right? I'm sh- sure, I said that wrong. But um, his film repertoire. I mean, I guess he's pretty big in the Asian market. He's got a bunch of action movies, a couple animateds. But looked pretty interesting, and this okay. movie is based off of a TV show of the same name, which is based off of a, a manga, and the manga is called Oh God, Shinyash Hokudo. Shinyash Hokudo. And I don't know if I yeah. did that right, but yeah, that Shinyash sounds right. Shinyash Hokudo. I don't know. It looks kind of interesting. It's like people. Uh, their little slice of life in Hong Kong. The cinematography looked really cool. Yeah. But they all go to the ramen joint to hang out and eat yeah. some noodles. And I mean, damn, I love me some ramen. I need to go back to Japan and eat more ramen. I mean, yeah. they got ramen here. They got ramen everywhere. But, man. Like ramen uh, at the source? That's some good ramen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, when you go there, well, we went, because we were in Osaka. And, uh. uh they had like the cool vending machine, oh, yeah. which is, you know, you everybody has different ways of doing and serving food and taking orders and whatever. But, um, did because you you were in Japan, did yeah. they ever have, have like the vending machines where you like, um, we walked up and you would choose what you wanted and you'd pay for whatever, right? And you put it in the thing and you get a a ticket like a little ticket stub, oh, yeah. and then you'd go up and hand it to the cook. And then the cook would take it, and that's how you ordered your food. You never had to talk to him. You just hand him the ticket. Yeah, it's sort of similar. Like where I was, was, they were used to Americans around, so they, uh, like you walk in the door and they just flip a menu over and it's in English. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, uh, I mean, we were kind of in a touristy part of Osaka, but it was cool to go and get that, that kind of experience. Um, I think maybe I've seen it in other anime before or other movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool to order out of, I mean, at first I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. Uh, I had to defer to the waifu and be like, Hey babe, um, what, what? And she'd be like, Oh, you gotta do this. All right, cool, cool. And then we would do it. <laughs> God, 
I'm totally lost. I don't. Yeah, we had a lot of interesting vending machines when I was there. It was back in '07. But yeah, what stuck out to me is like they had a coffee vending machine, which is awkward for me because I've never seen that. But they also had Tommy Lee Jones's face on it. Sandwiches had Tommy Lee Jones's face on them. The uh, coffee vending machine. Oh, coffee. Okay, you went Transformers for a second. Uh, watch Bumblebee, guys. Yeah, watch Bumblebee. <laughs> uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay is the best director uh, ever. Uh. <laughs> Man, he should redo Justice League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he should redo Justice League. It would yeah. probably, it could still be better. As much as I fucking hate Michael Bay. Yeah. At least there's some excitement instead of yeah. like jars of piss. It wouldn't just be the Eisenberg that, being a goon. Yeah, it wouldn't have that uber dark to it. It would be like all out fucking action and camera spins around the main character. It'd be amazing. <laughs> and Optimus Prime out of nowhere. <laughs> not when yeah. I'm around. <laughs> But yeah. anyway, yeah, I'm not sure what the exact plot of that movie is, but if you watch the trailer, the um, cinematography looked really good. Okay. And you'll have, obviously we'll have to read along because it's subtitled. I think that um, uh, over on that side, um, you know, Japan and, and China, uh, Korean movies, they have kind of a different vibe to their movies. Uh, I think yeah. they focus on a little bit more uh, or different parts of the story and visuals than Americans do. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, um, I haven't watched a whole, whole lot of Asian style movies, but I mean, I've obviously watched a lot of like Kung Fu. Right. But even their action movies are shot a little different than ours. Are. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, they're probably better choreographed. But I think that they, especially now um, in the American market where there's no uh, middle of the road budget, you know, everything is either uh, balls out, super large, $200 million budget or uh, $1,000, right? There's (laughs) no like, there's no middle of the road, like 60 million, $50 million budget. I think that they're doing, they're still doing that over in Japan and China and Korea. And yeah. with that, when you have that kind of budget, you know, you, I think you focus on more or not more, um, but you focus on different aspects of, of the story when you're telling the story. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, Steven Soderbergh. I forget which movie it was, but he directed a movie on iPhone. Oh, yeah. Like big guys. So even big guys can like experiment. Well, it's Steven sure Soderbergh, his, though. Yeah, he can do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, cause, and, but he was talking about how, um, that was going to be the way of the future. He was like, this is how movies are going to be shot from now on. Probably is, to be honest, like they're making such a leaps with even like phone cameras, what anyone can get. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's incredible. And like everyone on the, in the film, you know, the Facebook groups for filmmakers, like they always talk up like reds and all those expensive cameras and they're all cool. And I would love to have one. I wouldn't say no, but man, when they get overtaken, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I watched that too. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it was a really good fucking movie. Trippy. But yeah, like um, 
like red man red cameras are just insanity in a you know in a lens and camera format like yeah you get what you pay for at least oh yeah they're what like 50 30 anywhere from like 30 to 60 like the 30s but, is probably less like low end. <laughs> yeah, it's like entry level red camera. Um, but yeah, like the software, a lot of it is the software with the cell phone these days. Like the Pixel, Apple is up there. You know, we've got Pixel 4 coming out here soon. How are they going to announce it soon? Uh, yeah. And they just announced the Apple 11. And the reviews are like, these cameras are amazing. Uh, Pixel 3 is still, and generally, Harold is the number one camera might be the new, uh, you know, iPhone 11, hmm. but a lot of it has to do with the software. It's because, I mean, unless you're making like, so you, you're not going to find like legit, amazing, the best cameras in a pixel compared to, you know, uh, a Samsung galaxy. It's not going to be like so much more better yeah. as far as cameras go. It's the software that they have on the phone that processes color matching and lens distortion and all that other shit. Yeah. Google software is better. Apple is still is really, really good. And Samsung and everybody else are kind of catching up. But yeah, so when you have like Red and they're relying on a lot of their you know, technical aspects, the physical like, camera. Yeah, the actual lens. Um, Right, but sooner or later, your phone is uh, it's going to catch up. It's going to get at, it could very well be, you know, two or three years down the road, you're going to have a phone uh, that outputs as well as a red camera right now. Yeah. I mean, it'll be an interesting race to us, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, technology increases like such a rapid race, so... Like, I mean, right. I have a, a Galaxy S10, and that camera's really kick-ass. And I know you got the Note 10, and the, that camera's kicking butt, too. Oh, yeah. I, I love my camera. Like, the Note 10, like, it, I, I produce some amazing uh, photos. And then to think that there's another phone that does it better, I'm just yeah. like, wait, what? How, how? How is that possible? Yeah, like, where's the, what is left to go, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like, uh... I was doing just video and it looks like there there's no loss of clarity. It's that is what you see with your human eye. Yeah. That's how I feel. And it's still not even in the top 3 of the camera phones. Like yeah. ah, what? It's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, one of my side hobbies is taking pictures with uh, film cameras. So, I mean, there's a lot of wiggle room, and, like, I kind of like how grainy it looks, but, like, if I wanted a digital camera, it's almost, like, not worth it anymore, unless I want to go, like, big money and spend thousands on a right, big one. Right, right, yeah, because, yeah, you take the on analog pictures, and then I've got, I mean, I've got, like, a base model DSLR. Yeah. And some of the pictures that I take are, I think, are still really, really good, and then there's other uh, mirrorless cameras and all these other cameras that are out there now. And then of course, and then you and when you splurge and you you got bala money and you're like, I'm getting me a red camera, <laughs> and then you're like, God damn! I think that some of those cameras capture like red 
capture images better than the human eye. I don't know how it's possible. Maybe it's because I have shit eyeballs. Um, but like I know when you look at displays, like 4K is already past what we can really tell anyway. So mm-hmm. when they're talking about 8 8K, like you're just you're just overkilling for the money. Yeah, but I'm not sure at what point we kind of surpass what our eyes are capable of compared to what a camera can do. Yeah. Might be yeah. interesting to look up and uh, revisit. Yeah, definitely. We could probably talk about that. Yeah, I mean, we're not a tech podcast, but it's right. <laughs> right. I mean, both you and I do dabble in photography, though. Um, yeah, so we are in the miscellaneous section. So <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. Uh, you know, Apple. Uh, if you need a shout out, Pixel, <laughs> Google, Google. You yeah. need some help. You know, slinging your wares. Something. Yeah. We'll get you at least like two, two, two. Here we can go for two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, on the flip side, if you're like set up for Apple, then switching to Google is a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's always been my recommendation. You always run into people being like, "Oh, do you? Uh, I think I'm going to this," and I'll be like, "Either or." If they have the yeah. Apple, or like, "Oh, I think I'm going to make the the switch over to like a Samsung or a Google." Uh, yeah. like Pixel or something. And that was always my advice. It's like, well, what do you have at home? If you have a whole lot of Apple, it it defeats the purpose of having all of that to go to something else, I think. When yeah, you're, unless you're going to spend a lot of money to switch everything else out. Right, when you're so invested. Out. And of course, that's what Apple counts on a lot, is you picking up a, a MacBook, and you picking up an iPhone, picking up an iWatch, you picking up an i whatever. Yeah. They lock you in, and then it's so hard for you to make that transition. You know, it's like not even but, worth it. <laughs> right. But then the reverse is also true. So if you have like Samsung or if you have a Google or if you have, you know, a, a Huawei or I don't even know, so many different ones, you know, like, okay. you know an LG. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, those, I think I'm going to do it. I think I want to get an iPhone this year. And yeah. they're, I think they're a little cheaper yeah, than the notes um but then it's like if you you know if you don't have apple at home man you gotta make you gotta transition a lot of shit over to your iphone yeah and that's gonna take you fucking forever (laughs) right right and probably cost you a little bit too oh yeah i mean just think of how much money i put in and all my (laughs) tech stuff and it's all you know samsung right right like I don't want to spend another like five grand on computers and TVs and shit. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I think but, we're in agreement yeah. there. <laughs> um all right. So do you want to go ahead and finish this up? Do you got anything else? Um I finished that pain in the ass patch and I put one on that says support local metal. Perfect. And I'm gonna work on my Sayor patches because they gave me three of them. Oh, you got three. Nice. Yeah, like are you gonna put them like all in the same spot, or are you gonna? Mm, I don't think so. I think the uh, they gave me two little ones with like a deer skull with a like a broadsword through the top of it with the little Celtic symbol above it. So there's okay. two of those little guys. I'm gonna put on the shoulders and my Sayor logo patch. That's just like your general square patch. I'm gotcha. putting on the front somewhere. All right, all right, that's cool. So I will update. Yep, yep. We'll update. 
Uh, and then also, I think we are, we talked about it. Um, we're going to try to uh, post pictures of the beers that we're drinking if uh, we have people following along with that. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So look for that on the Instagram. Uh, it's Triple M Podcast. Um, at um. Triple M Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, check us out there. And then, um, yeah, and I think we're we'll also going to. Yeah, we're also yep. going to post uh, Bandcamp links for the bands we listen to. Right, right. Yeah, if they have Bandcamp links or if they're bigger, uh, we'll go to yeah. actual websites. If you can't yeah. find Tool, then, you, you know, whatever, dude. Right, yeah. If you don't know who Tool <laughs> is, fuck. I don't know. Okay, here's Tool. <laughs> Google, bro. Yeah, you welcome, and man, you're gonna get lost in that fucking uh, rabbit hole oh, yeah. tool. You can Pre- look up. Um, prepare to get a lot smarter. <laughs> <laughs> just read everybody's theories about every tool song, just on Enema alone. Oh shit! Before we stop, have you heard the new one for the last album? Like the no. track, they're like saying the track listing was in reverse or something. So like you have to listen to it this way, bro. I was like, shit, we're already there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it. Like, there's some tool fans that are just like, I have to analyze and dissect every single thing and, yeah. and have it fit into a narrative that I have constructed for this band. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would make fun, but I mean, fuck Maynard and all them. They are crazy. So they might have done it. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> I'm not discounting that, but yeah. That's like um, how you're supposed to line up, uh, what, three Tool songs together and play them at the exact same time, and they make one whole song. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I think it's on the end of 10,000 Days. Is... Uh, that makes sense. Let's see. Let me look it up real quick. Craig, pull that pull, up. Pull it up, pull it up. Let's see here. Um, yeah, no, yeah, 10,000 Days. Um, and then you're supposed to play 10,000 Days, Wings for Marie, and Vin- Vignetti Trees? Vignetti Vin- Trees. Yeah, anyway. Hmm. You're supposed to play them all at the same time, and they make one song. Hmm. Yeah, so that's Tool. So if you haven't listened to Tool before, <laughs> welcome to welcome to Tool. You're going to miss out on a few podcasts and be catching up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll probably miss out on, like, Sunshine if you're doing <laughs> research in a tool. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, we could still make a pod just of all the theories coming out about them. Uh, yeah, and uh, actually, uh, now that you're bringing that up, uh, we were talking um, outside of the podcast about doing uh, histories or profiles of either certain uh, bands or certain movies. Yeah. Um, or it's one of the ideas that we're tossing around for uh, content. Uh, right now, yeah, we're not like, running out, but yeah. it's an idea we're that just, we have. Right, like right now, we're just bullshitting about music we listen to. Like, if y'all want a little more info about the bands, like I'm not sure how much is out there, but we can certainly try. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure that we can find, especially Tool, and then other bands. I'm sure that there's, I'm sure that there's just enough information about Witch Vomit. You know, yeah. we can make podcasts about witch vomit. Yeah. <laughs> These guys or, are from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> or, or taxi driver. 
I'm sure that we could find some real cool shit about Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he so, ad-libbed yeah. that. He ad-libbed that. Right, right. So if that sounds interesting, uh, yeah, let us know on uh, our gram. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this will wrap it up. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, until next time, uh, you know, take care of yourselves and stay metal. Stay metal. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit penfed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.